talked to my dad on the phone the other night. He's in Minnesota at the cabin on North Long Lake. He is a big fisherman. He has dozens of rods and reels and literally hundreds of lures, plastic worms, frogs, jigs, bush hogs, chatterbaits, spinners, spoons, hula poppers, rapellas, bombers, swim bait. He likes to fish. So I asked him how the fishing was going. Was he catching anything anymore? And he said, well, I'll tell you, the fish are out there and they're biting, but you have to find them. What that sounds right. If you don't catch anything in the first few casts, go to the other side of the lake. He goes on, well, heck, we were out there the other day fishing the reeds right there on the south side of the lake and nothing. We went across the lake to the other side over by the Boy Scout camp, Boy Scout bar, nothing. So we crossed into the big lake, went all the way past the narrows where the weeds are really thick on the bottom. And we caught fish like you wouldn't believe, hand over fist, every cast we caught bass and walleye and northern pike. It was wonderful. Did I tell you my dad likes to fish? I get upset with Jesus today. I don't like that he scolds the people who have come looking for him. They're hungry. Now the day before this story, Jesus fed thousands. And you know the story. They came to hear him teach. Jesus saw that they were hungry. He multiplied the loaves and the fishes and everyone ate and everyone was satisfied. So on this day, the people are out on the Sea of Galilee going from one side of the sea, the lake, to the other side, back and forth and back and forth looking for Jesus, chasing after him. Finally, they find him. When did you get here, Rabbi? And he scolds them. The only reason you are here looking for me is because I've filled your bellies. Yes, Jesus. I imagine one of them saying, I was hungry. Stop looking for the bread that you eat and then it's gone. Work instead for the food that when you eat, there's more. I will give that to you. Well, what do we have to do, Jesus? Believe in me. And why should we believe in you? Moses made bread come down from heaven. What can you really do? Show us more. Jesus gets really frustrated with them. It wasn't Moses. It was God. God gives life to the whole world. I want that. I am that, Jesus says. I am the bread of life. Come to me and you won't be hungry. Trust in me and you will never thirst. This man has caught Jesus. 
He's chased Jesus down and he's found him. He wanted bread. He wanted food. Jesus is offering him more. And if we look at it now, Jesus is trying to catch him. Jesus says, come to me, believe in me, which means I think, come and be a part of my community of followers, believe in my way of life, love your neighbor as yourself, welcome the stranger, bless your enemies, show compassion for the least of these, live my way of life, eat the bread that I give you. This is abundant life. And as much as these folks have been going back and forth across the sea, trying to find Jesus, this week, I feel like we have been going back and forth across the sea, chasing after life and truth. And that which will truly sustain us back and forth from hope to fear to it's all okay, to it's not okay, but it's not really that bad. Well, in fact, it really could be very bad, but maybe not, but don't mask. No, now do mask. We believe in science and data. We trust experts and air filters and vaccines, but then scientists make new discoveries and viruses change. And we've always been told that vaccines are not 100% effective. We might need booster shots. Today, Jesus is asking us to believe in him, to trust him, even though everything else changes. Everything else changes. We know that almost on a daily basis. We know that Science has new discoveries. We know that viruses mutate. We know that everything changes, but not the love of God. This one fact remains true always. God loves us. And God has given us Jesus to teach us how to love each other. And in this, only this, the loving of each other is true and lasting life. All through the pandemic, we've seen the love of God. We've seen the love of God in healthcare workers, giving their all, acting in compassion, holding up the phone so that a person could say goodbye to their loved one on Facebook Live. We've seen it in neighbors delivering food to neighbors who have to stay indoors. We saw it in people on Italy who were in quarantine and sang to each other from balcony to balcony, sharing love and strength. We saw it when China took respirators and PPP to Italy when the virus had subsided in China, but was doing its worst in Italy. Now those doing some of the most difficult works of love are those who are working to convince others who don't trust 
or who are afraid to get the vaccine to get vaccinated. I listen, says Mary, who's a healthcare worker in Missouri, and I am furious with every single person who comes to my practice and hasn't gotten vaccinated. But I listen. I've heard every conspiracy theory you can imagine. But mostly, I hear people struggling. People struggling with things they've heard on social media or pressure from a family member or friend not to trust. Some people have tried to get the vaccine. Some people, Native Americans, African Americans, have tried yet to get the vaccine and couldn't, and then just gave up. And these, Mary said, are the easy ones. I take out my syringe and get them vaccinated before they have a chance to ever think again. But the other ones who are afraid or don't trust, I ask questions. What do you hope will be different when this is over? And then they say, I, I get to see my grandchildren. I get to travel. And when I tell them, Mary says, that getting vaccinated will get you a whole lot closer to seeing your grandkids. More often than you would think, Mary says, that excruciating, frustrating, maddening, patient listening, connecting to the heart changes minds. And on those days, it is all worth it because I know I have saved someone's life somewhere. This is love. So difficult and so patient and so necessary. And we chase after food. We chase after the vaccine, the truth, the health, the comfort. We trace after life. We chase after accomplishments and the signs of accomplishments. I chase after the perfect sermon every single Sunday. But we don't have to chase after the love of God. God already loves us. The question is, will we become part of that love? Will we eat the bread of life, the way of life that Jesus gives us? I think about that person and all the people who were chasing after Jesus for the food and who finally catch Jesus. And now I see that Jesus is trying to catch them. And I so hope that Jesus catches them. I hope that they get caught up in Jesus' way of life, of giving themselves away in love, welcoming the stranger, blessing the enemy. I hope they eat the bread of life. Did I tell you our Father in heaven really loves to fish. 
Thanks be to God. And amen. <laughs>